Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing Live. I'm Tony Haggerty, A Haggerty 10. You know that by now. And I'm joined by, I always call you young, Aidan McDonald, don't I? I don't know if that's a term of endearment or not. But hey, I'm joined today by Aidan McDonald at Aidan C. McDonald. How are you, Aidan? You well? Yeah, I'm really good, Tony. How are you? Nice one, yes. All right. Looking forward to the weekend. I'll get the football on. I prefer it to tomorrow, but Sunday it is. Anyway, I'll direct you to our new offer, guys, running along the ticker tape. As you can see, a pound for two months of full access to everything that we do on the website and access to the pods. Join us, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's a pound for two months, a bargain, and you get to hear the dulcet tones of myself and young Lady McDonald and Sean Martin, who's on a day off. Morning, Sean. I'm sure you're watching. Anyway, Aidan... The domestic bandwagon rolls on. We roll into Livingston. We've had their problems in Livingston, West Lothian before, but they won convincingly 3-1 back in March. Angie's 50th game in charge. That was the first one at the Tony Macaroni, as it's now known, for 15 years. But the caveat is that Livingston weren't in the top flight for all those years. But, uh, yeah, Angie's 50th game in charge. That was a convincing one, so... Another performance like that would go down well, Aidan, wouldn't it? Yeah, if, and exactly, Peter, that would be ideal, Tony, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, that was quite an important victory last year because I know there was a lot of that squad they hadn't really, they'd only played the one game, sorry, at the Tony Macaroni, but there was guys like McGregor, Roderick, eh, Beaton, etc., who had played some like, it was like four, five, six games in their own, hadn't won. So I think getting over that psychological hurdle. As much as you might look at Livingston and no disrespect to them in terms of the fixture list is not maybe one of the, the biggest games, but that was massive for last season getting that victory. I think that just kind of added to fans sort of hopes that Celtic would win the league, which obviously it turned out it did. So, no, if you could get another victory here again at the weekend, then that would probably confirm that it's not really an issue going to win away at Livingston anymore. So, no, it's, it's an important game to it was an important victory, as you say, because it kept them three points ahead in the title race and they sort of closed it out. But that was the one that people were talking about, the potential banana skin, because Celtic half had problems on the surface before. <laughs> Raymond Haddon comes in and says, as usual, it'll be a tough game on a plastic pitch with the two buses parked up. And FS comes in and says, parked buses with bus tyres too. Beach Boys is going early here. He's saying, Hart Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Jens Taylor, Moy Hattati O'Reilly Maida, George Jackamakis and Hack Sabanovic. Celtic are going to win 3 2. If you want the scorers, George Jackamakis times two and gents picking a front three is so difficult. Try doing it for every game. Beach Boys, as myself, Aidan, and Sean sometimes do, try and second guess the manager. It's torture, but there you have it. Aidan will speak about possible predictions and lineups uh, later on in the programme. But yeah, I mean, this is one of those games, Aidan, as you said there. If they can go and win, then I wouldn't call it a hoodoo or anything, but you, we kind of laid that, you lay that to rest, won't you, that you can't turn up and you can't play on that surface and you can't win? Yeah, that will kind of just be something that you end up forgetting about. And then a few years sooner you look back and go, oh, remember that period of time Celtic couldn't win at the Tony Macaroni? <laughs> if, obviously, they get the victory at the weekend. And, yeah, last time, you know, despite not having players like Kyogo, etc., available, which we do this time, uh, they were able to go out there and get the victory. So hopefully it's a, a repeat of that, Tony, because it's crucial that Celtic keep momentum going at the moment. So obviously it's been a wee bit stop-start with the Champions League. So 
the domestic stuff's got to be, you know. Well, well domestically, I think Celtic are going for what the the sixth straight one. Is it the sixth straight one in the in the bounce in the league? Is that right, Mother? Yeah, I think, I think so. Since in one game, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, Motherwell, St Johnston, Hibernian, Motherwell, Hartswell, Motherwell's in the League Cup, so it's the fifth straight one. It would be, wouldn't it? Since they lost to St Man, yeah, played Motherwell in the cup, so yeah, that's it'll be the, the fifth straight win. And you and Livingston are in three wins, two losses, and are drawn their last six league games. But they went to Ibrox last week and they led for most of that game. And John Nubley or Nubble up front, I think it's Nubley, isn't it? I think you Nubley, yeah, yeah. he's got three goals, two of them coming against Rangers, Aiden. So big target man, powerful striker. Celtic have come across cross his tight before, especially playing for Livingston. So he'll need to be watched, won't he? Yeah, no, Nubley's a dangerous player and as much as he's big and physical, he's technically very good as well. He's got a good turn of pace. He's very effective at sort of getting in the inside and getting his shots away or providing crosses. So the defence will need to be right on the top of their game to deal with him, but I'm sure he'll be somebody that Ange, etc. will have sort of marked out as the sort of guy to watch. And even more so after his goal against Rangers last week, which he took really well because it wasn't the easiest finish. So, no, he, he will definitely be the sort of guy to watch for Livingston, I would say. Yes. Now, Ozzy comes in and says, Tony, this time last year, the talk was all about us, all about the title. Indeed. <laughs> well, Celtic are getting back on the domestic horse, and I've written a piece today on the website. I'll put the link to that in. It's about George's Giacomakis. And his after-match comments that we touched upon yesterday, uh, at one point, Aidan, and he was like thinking about the. He wasn't bothering about the, you know, he didn't the negative of in the Champions League didn't come across his mind. He just sort of said it's all about winning the title now and getting back in, and uh, winning and getting back into the Champions League by winning the league. There's a link to the to the uh, the article there. And I, I quite liked that, Aidan, that, you know, everything was about the kind of crushing disappointment of the Champions League, and he was like, it's gone, we we want to get back in, so we want to win the league. And, you know, he's, he's no stranger to making comments and speaking his mind, which is the point of the article, you know, but uh, I, I guess he's just a confident big fella, isn't he? Yeah, but we know that George Shakimakis is a kind of confident guy. And as you've said, and as is highlighted in your article, he's he's had sort of maybe not similar comments, but more <laughs> confidence uh, in the past, we'll say. And uh, look, he's a good player. Uh, I think somewhat he's at 20, 21 goals now, is it Tony? Yes, twenty one goals and twenty starts. Twenty one goals and twenty starts. So with those sort of starts, no wonder he's full of confidence. And I thought that was that did show sort of his mindset and. I guess the mindset of the dressing room after the Shakhtar game, not to go back to it, because I know we've discussed it, but just since you mentioned Jackie Marcus's comments, that the, the whole... Oh, still there, Aiden? Yeah, I can hear you now. You're back in the room, I believe, Hi. yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. no, wait, carry Sorry. on. I've just, I've, just, I've just noticed I've only got one bar. I've only got <laughs> one bar Wi-Fi, so it might drop in and out, but just give me a shout and I can go back in there if it goes off. No but anyway, as I was saying, I think I think with Yakimakis' comments, it does show how the mindset of the team 
the, the extra incentives that is there to win the league because the Champions League's at the end of that. It's not just the case of, obviously, you always want to win the league, but as we discussed, or as you and Sean sorry, discussed at times last year, that's even it makes it even more important that Celtic do become champions because it then lets you in at the Champions League, at least for next season anyway. So, yeah, I thought that was important just to the, touch on the mindset of the team because I'd imagine that's where a lot of the players were thinking after that game to try and sort of put a positive slant on it. Yeah, retro Celtic echoes what I've said in the piece. He's a confident lad, but again, he's always been honest. And he was, it was a, I've said in the piece that it let you into his mindset. It was kind of invaluable insight into what he was thinking. Champions League gone, you know, full throttle, Livingston being the next game. That's what we want to do. So, and also, I'm going to ask you this big $64,000 question. Aidan, Jackamakis and Kyogo, they played in the same team the other night. Can they play in the same team on Sunday domestically? Would you like to see that? Uh, I actually wouldn't mind seeing that. I, I just don't know if Angel personally do that. Yeah. Uh, without, obviously, spoiling too much of our predictive <laughs> lineups that will be going out a bit later on. But Alan Morrison uh, did obviously did quite a good article comparing uh, Kyogo and Yakimakis' numbers, etc. Yep. Which I, I, was very interesting when I was having a read of that earlier on. I, I would be happy with either of them. I've said it before, maybe more, some games more than others, it does suit Yakimakis, for example. I know you were championing him before the St. Johnson game, Tony, recently. Yes. Saying because it'd be a bit more of a physical battle, he'd be suited to it. Obviously, he scored the winning goal in that match. And but sometimes there's maybe some of the European games, maybe Kyogo has been because he's maybe a wee bit more technical. Uh, he's maybe a wee bit smarter with his runs sometimes. That he was he was maybe highlighted as someone who'd be involved starting those games. But for a game like Livingston, either one of them, I would be quite happy with starting through the middle. Yeah. And like I say, if if Kyogo did maybe play a wee bit further back, like he was the other night, I, I would be fine with that as well. But I do wonder if that might be a kind of one and done for that sort of way. Andrew's mm-hmm. point, I think the reason he wanted, well, in my opinion, I should say the reason that he was trying to get both guys in is because obviously Celtic did have to try and win that game the other night. Yeah. Uh, and obviously they need to win at the weekend, but it's maybe not quite the same sort of environment. I'd be surprised if both of them played, Tony. I mean, what do you think? Do you think they might play both of them? I would be surprised if they both played. I'd love to see them again. William Lamont says both Gigi and Kyogo 100%. But, we, but he will start Kyogo. I put the link to Alan Morrison's article in there, as you can see, guys. So have a read at that and have a read at mine on the website as well if you're of a mindset to do that. Uh, if you're going to play Kyogo, you must play Moy behind him. Uh, Frank Brennan. Morning, Frank. I wish I was full of confidence after witnessing a very underwhelming and flat performance Tuesday night in a game we had to win give evidence of so-called progress, but we never came close. Not like Frank to put a wee dampener on proceedings, is it, Aidan? But there you go. Uh, I still believe that we've made progress in the Champions League, which maybe not manifested itself in results, per se. Jamie Young comes in. Jackie Marcus and Kyogo need to play together. Celtic would smash teams. Robert Gibson, Celtic need to rough. <laughs> right, okey-dokey. Finish them off early. Uh, Michael Ross, Frank, as a club, we have declined and seriously gone backwards in Europe. Michael Ross agreed with Frank and Aussie saying, Frank, it's all about the league, remember? Well, I mean, it's lots of opinion coming in there. 
Uh, Adrian thinks Sunday could be a struggle, says John Hill, the way Levy defend, play Gigi up front and Kyogo in midfield would be good spot and spring passes, good movement from Kyogo. Now, I hinted at that yesterday that I said strikers are all about scoring goals, but they're also about movement too. And I think playing the two of them could pay off in the long run. Just that moment itself of the chance that was created against Shakhtar, Kyogo takes it, or Kyogo firing in all cylinders would have scored that in his sleep, I said, Aidan. Uh, just not happening for him at the minute, but that's what they bring you. But again, like you, Aidan, I don't know if the manager sees it that way or he'll be reluctant to play the two of them at Livingston. But we'll find out today, won't we? Or maybe get a hint today. Yeah, I'd imagine we'll get a hint in Andrew's presser, and I'm sure a, an update will be given on Jota, etc. Yeah. Whether or not he's going to be available, it's probably not the ideal game to throw him in, even if he could get a few minutes just because of the surface, obviously. So I'd be, would be quite surprised if we've seen him. Yeah. I think even if he is back to full fitness, it would maybe be the game against Real Madrid next week that he gets some time on the field. But I, I just think Ange might kind of rotate back to his sort of usual formation for this game uh, and obviously it kind of even though it maybe wasn't the exact same players uh, that played that uh, last game that Celtic won at Levinson it was that formation so it's shown that it can go and work on that surface and against uh, David Martindale's tactics so yeah I, I, I think it will be interesting and no doubt Tony me and you will be bang on the money of course trying to predict the team we got 10 I know. The last thing we did at Suarez, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was happy with that. I think I was 10 for the season. There you go. Sam Hartley, Celtic need to be patient. Levy can defend. Totally agree with that. And Robert Gibson, curious to know why Celtic seem flat at times. And Andrew Galea comes in and says, Kyogo deep behind Jakimakis might help him find that bit of space to express himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think the whole... Playing the two of them in the same team intrigues the Celtic supporters, doesn't it, Aidan? It really does. Caught a wee glimpse of what they're capable of the other night. As I say, with the, with the chance, it didn't, uh, Kyogo didn't score. But I would just like to see what they could do to teams domestically if the two of them played. But, I mean, that's that's uh, up to the manager and uh, I trust his judgment. And right now I'm championing Jack and Marcus, yeah, but it's not that I, I don't like Kyogo as a player. I love Kyogo as a footballer. I think he's an extremely talented, talented striker. And he will start scoring goals again. I just think some strikers had a dip for him and had a wee kind of rut. And I think he's in that at the at this minute in time. And so you do one or two things. You either let them play through it or you rest and rotate them and see if they can work their way back into the side and become hungrier and get that kind of mojo back. The retro Celtic, Andrew got Celtic competing and winning Europe again. But Madrid could do a lot of damage. Well, we'll preview Madrid win nearly the time, and Robert Gibson saying plastic is never fantastic when it comes to football pitches. Yeah, that's a, a different debate entirely, but it's been here for a while, Aidan, and it ain't going away, is it? Yeah, it's probably been discussed to death at this point on all sorts <laughs> platforms about the plastic pitch thing. My thoughts have always been that it's not ideal, but there's always going to a team at Livingston are just always going to have that, which is which is fine. That's up to them, and Celtic just need to find a way to just play through it and they showed that the yeah. last time there, there isn't really any excuses for you know not performing because it's a plastic pitch which it isn't I know that I'm not saying that's what the commenters are saying of course I yeah. just mean in the past it's just a personal shout like I've heard from some people like being at games that 
uh, the plastic pitch can maybe get in the way, which I understand. But if you've got better footballers on the pitch, which Celtic do in most departments to Livingston, that it shouldn't you know hold the team back from going to get a result. I'm kind of in agreement with Retro here. Plastic should be banned in top flight football. The Dutch league has just done it. Uh, um, that's been my stance for many years. But again, as you say, it's been here for many years and you get on with it. Now, in reference to that game, the 3-1 game, a certain James Forrest had an impact in that game and scored a wonderful goal to make it 3-0 and put the game out of sight and to bed. Now, James Forrest has been looking very lively and sharp last few games, Aidan. Do you bring him in for that surface, seeing as how he's been he's been over the course and distance and as recently as last season and the last game that we played there, he made a mark on it? I think it could be a game that Forrest comes in, Tony, yeah, and it's not even just a case of because he played well the last time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's recent stats, like you've just mentioned, to back up uh, whatever that is. Is it the last three, four goals, sorry, in the last two league games or something like yeah. that? So, yeah, I would have no issue with Forrest starting. And maybe that uh, game against Livingston, that might be in the back of Andrew's mind, the 3-1 game. And he might think, yeah, we'll put Forrest in. I, I'd be fine with that, Tony, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he was coming in completely out of the cold after having not really been involved, just making yes. the two appearance, but he's been starting matches. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy for him to come in, to be honest. Andrew Galea says, Forrest is ahead of a badder for me. There you go. That's uh, retro Celtic. He would have played James Forrest on Tuesday. He's on forum. Yeah, I mean, that. FS, I would start Forrest too. So lots of support for James Forrest and what he's done recently. Sam Hartley, James at the start. You know, so I, I think uh, it's not the worst shout, is it? Uh, at no, this moment in time, without, as I say, revealing anything of a predicted 11s, but it's certainly another uh, ingredient to throw into the mix and another option, even which on a surface like that, you want options because you're going to have to prize open that defence. Yeah, having another attacking option with Forrest sort of coming back and having a bit of form is brilliant because we particularly with Jota, etc., being out. And I know Abada has maybe dipped a, a wee bit recently. I know he got two goals against Motherwell, but in general, I don't think it'd be unfair to say that his performances in the last few games maybe haven't been uh, fully ideal. But it, we know he's got quality. Haxavanovic is looking like a really good signing. Uh, even though Maida at times had struggled, he I think he's sort of came back on a bit of form recently, and uh, obviously Jota being out. So uh, having Forrest is just another option. It, it is great, and we know the quality James Forrest has had over the years. He's been very unlucky with injuries, etc. So the fact that he's came in and he started doing well, uh, <laughs> I mean that's probably the recent spell he's been in. Is probably yeah. for a for a couple of years, Tony. To be honest. Uh, <laughs> Michael Ross says, just play players that are on forum. It's simple. It's kind of similar thoughts to myself when I talk about the Tour de France thing, the yellow jersey. If you're in the team and you have a good game and you're on forum, I kind of base that on you. You have the yellow jersey and you you earn the right to play the next game. The manager sometimes doesn't see it like that. But, you know, I kind of like the way Forrest has come back into the side and he's shown up really, really well. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be averse to to playing Forrest on that surface as well because he knows the terrain and, you know, he, he, he's shown up well there. And I think he's the kind of guy that you might need sometimes on the surface like that, you know. Again, I go back to the whole horses for courses, Aidan, but sometimes you kind of 
I don't think you can have enough options for a surface like that and to deal with a team like Livingston. Yeah, I mean, even if we're just taking it on the basis of playing on plastic pitches against teams that are quite defensive, Forrest has played there many times for Celtic, played against Hamilton, Kilmarnock, etc. over the years. Uh, even though it's not, I can't name a specific team, or it doesn't come to mind, I'm sure there's been like cup games against championship yeah. etc. He's been playing on plastic surfaces uh, for Celtic. So, yeah, I, I, it's good to have options, of course, Tony. You can't complain. We know it's going to be a long season. And there's unfortunately, all averages is there's going to be more injuries. Particularly mm. uh, to forward players, given how explosive Andrew wants the team to play. Yeah. And uh, teams will be putting the boot in. So, <laughs> to, to be blunt about it. So, the. Golden hard there, Aiden. Golden exactly, hard there. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I know. Maybe I mean, <laughs> get a few papers for that. But uh, <laughs> I just think that you can you can never have, without it being myself, you can never have too many options. And it's just good to see Forrest Barton doing well. So, yeah, Robert Gibson says he's not a fan of allowing players to play through form dips, take a break, work on your technique, etc., and work your way back. Yeah, I mean, I managers see it differently sometimes, Robert. They have a different approach to that. But yeah, I suppose that's and it's purely up to the man in charge, isn't it? And he, you never know what he's going to do, as Aidan and I know from <laughs> painful I know. experience. I know. That's... But, like you say, Tony, 10 was all right the other night, to be fair. Yeah, indeed. Let's hope Celtic plays well as he did against Kelly Earl in the season in the plastic pitch. Yep, sure. I, I totally agree with that. So it's uh, it will come out on the wash on Sunday. But lots of, uh, I don't know, lots of permutations here and variables, Aidan, for the Celt- what, what team the Celtic manager can play. Uh, and today we'll get a fairer indication of who's back and who's fit and who's not fit and Sam Hartley comes in and says give the fans a lift with a good performance and victory yeah I mean I think uh, I don't think the, the, the Celtic fans are, are too down per se Sam I think they were disappointed I think more than anything about the Champions League campaign but domestically I think they're still uh, purring about the way things are ticking over going for a fifth straight win after the setback against St Mern and playing some good stuff and scoring a lot of goals. So I think they're, they're still kind of heads up, aren't they? And I think, like Jack and Marcus, Celtic fans have now got that laser focus that just win the title now, start again on Sunday at, at Livingston. Yeah, it, it's a good it's a good mindset to have, to be honest. I mean, it's probably the, the most positive thing you could take out of that game the other <laughs> night is yeah. just Jack and Marcus's comments, I guess. And it is, it's, it's one of those ones. We know the Champions League's been a bit of a disappointment. We've touched on it in depth. We've taken positives from it. There's been quite a few negatives as well. But without kind of going back over old ground, I, I, I think long term, the com- one of the commenters mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, actually, long term, I'm confident that Andrew will have Celtic in Europe and competing. Now, what to what extent that will be? I'm nowhere near saying Celtic's <laughs> going to be near winning a European trophy, but maybe it's going to be kind of a gradual progression of getting some more points in the group, then getting out into the knockout stages, etc. Which I'm sure a lot of the fans would be happy with right now, based off this season and based off the fact they weren't in it for five years before that. So, yeah, yeah disappointed but hugely behind the team. I, I think that's the the MO of every Celtic supporter, isn't it, Aidan, at this moment in time? Yeah. 
Okay, Aidan, can't put it off any longer. I was going to, well, I'm not asking for a, a predicted 11, but anybody who's definitely going to play in your 11? Uh, I think, what I actually think is, I'll, I'll give you two actually, Tony. Is, Go on then. I know in the last couple of games, he's sort of been switching between uh, Burnaby, Ralston, and then Juranovic, Taylor. I know Juranovic and Taylor both played the other night. I think they'll both just play again at the weekend. Right. Okay. Uh, I know it is probably going to be a physical game, so that probably contradicts what I was saying earlier when I was talking up you saying Yakimakis for St. Johnson game, but I think Juranovic and Taylor will both uh, maintain their places. Okay. There you go. You heard it here first, Aiden, putting Juranovic and Taylor in the team. <laughs> I might uh, I might disagree, Aiden, and think that Ralston might come in and play Juranovic and Taylor stays as well. I think wide areas could be important getting forward and I think Ralston when he goes forward he, he's starting to deliver a, a good ball and I also think that Jackie Marcus functions better sometimes when Ralston's in the team because he finds him in those areas and uh, I just think that yeah I think that this game if you're talking horses for courses I think this surface in this game is suited to Ralston could be wrong Manager will make a fool of me and a mug of me, no doubt, Aiden, with his team selection. But, uh, yeah, I would, I'm would. i inclined to go with Ralston. I'll say Ralston and Taylor then, all right? Not not to be different, but just, just, just the way I'm thinking. Ozzy, here he uh Robert Gibson, Livy is Ralston's playground. Andrea Gallia, Ralston power. So, some saying yeah, Aiden, and some saying no. But, and again, I don't know whether it's about you, yourself, I'll go first. Predictions, Aiden. What are we? What are we saying? What are we saying score wise? Uh, two 0 I'll go for two 0 Celtic. Two 0 for Celtic. Are you going for two 0 I've went for that a few right. times now, and it's been wrong every single time. So uh, law of averages. Aye, <laughs> for. I'm going to say the same as the last time back in March. I'm going to go three one, three one to Celtic. What say you guys? What the comment are saying? What What do you think the score will be? Edward Wyavoz says, we're sick. 4 1 Celtic says Kevin Ferrier. Edward Wyavoz says the bricky with feet. Gigi and Gents a bit of size. There you go. 3 1 says the retro Celtic. Cameron Carter Vickers, George Jackamakis, and Turnbull. <laughs> Good old Frank. Guess what? Any kind of one will do on Sunday. Indeed, indeed. Andrew Gallia says 3 0 to Celtic. Okay, cool, says 3-0 to Celtic. Robert Gibson that goes along with me, 3-1 Celtic. Tom, 7-2, wonderful scoring, Tom. But, uh, I'm assuming you mean for Celtic, but there you go. Jerry McCann's 4-1 Celtic, Aussies 5-0. David Holmes is 2-0, George's Jack and Marcus double. There you go, lots of... Most of them positive in saying that Celtic will win. Aidan, I think uh, the way they're playing domestically just now, it's hard to see past that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. I, I do think it will be a tough game. And uh, regardless of what people think about Livingston's tactics, they are effective. Yep. And uh, David Martindale's did a really good job at, at Livingston. So it will be a tough game. But I, I'm hopeful that, like you're saying, this, the domestic form recently has been quite good, even if the Champions League uh, form has been a wee bit disappointing. So fingers crossed they can get that result, Tony. <laughs> and Andrew Gillian. Ozzy asking, are you coming to Australia? Tony, are you coming out? I will let you know, guys. I think it's inching ever closer. 
it was him on us, but still hopeful. Maybe I've something to tell you about that in the next week or so. But uh, there's plans in place, let's put it that way. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I can join and on the homecoming tour. If Tony comes to Sydney, I want to meet the wardrobe. <laughs> what can you say to that, Aiden? There's just no answer to that, eh? There you go. Uh, you'll be looked after, says Ozzy. Yeah, thanks very much. That's very kind. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, but there you have it. Well, Aiden, the bandwagon rolls along to West Lothian. Celtic going to be posed a question by Livingston on Sunday, as they always are. But the the premise is always the same, Aiden, three points, and hopefully it's a good weekend for Celtic and they make it five league wins on the spin. They're playing well. They're scoring goals. Yep, European football is over for the season. That's a disappointment. But there's a title to win, Aiden. Exactly, no. There's plenty to play for between now and May, Tony, so plenty to be positive about as well. Indeed. And with that, just short of the half-hour mark, we shall bid you adieu. I think young Eden's got more pressing matters at hand, haven't you? <laughs> work, 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 eh? Work and sleep, Eden. that's what it is. But there you go. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for the comments. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Always result-dependent, of course. We'll be back on Monday to pour over the, the Livingston game and how it all unfolded. But as always, I'll just direct your attention to the ticker tape. Subscribe to the Celtic Way. Support top quality journalism covering the club you love. It's a pound for two months of full access. A bargain, Aidan. Get to hear Aidan. Get to hear myself, Sean Martin as well. All you'd have to do is hit the button and join us. www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Thanks to Aidan. Love your contribution, sir. Very good. And thanks to the commenters. We'll do it all again on Monday. Same time, same back channel. Have a great weekend. Take care. Cheers, guys.